Welcome to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. I'm Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow, and a self-love and empowerment coach. I'm here to help you embody simplicity in your spiritual practice and to feel confident bringing empowering magic and rituals into your real daily life. Join me each week for practical insights on the seasons and the stars. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome to today's live. I'm here with Jen. She is a success coach and a tarot reader and a witch, and she has an amazing new tarot deck coming out next year. Um, the date says 2022, and I can't believe that that's only a few months away. I know. <laughs> I'm like, is it going to be done, though? I don't know. <laughs> That does not seem possible at all. <laughs> um, so let me just do the housekeeping and get us all situated here. Uh, post up. Here we go. All right. Hello, everyone. Say hello if you are here with us live. Drop a comment in the chat. Um, and thank you so much for being here, Jen. Can you tell us a little bit more about you and what you do? Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, so um, I kind of do a little bit of everything, but, um, you know, first and foremost, I'm a tarot reader for, you know, since I was about 14 years old. So I've been doing it for a hot minute. Um, I also, um, creating a tarot deck right now. And like we were just saying, it's going to be out, um, probably towards the end of next year. That's the hope right now. If we don't have any snags we're about, I think 28, 30 cards in. So, we got a little ways to go, <laughs> a little ways to go. It's a lot of work, um, but I'm I'm actually loving the process so far. Um, I also do some spiritual business coaching. Um, I do some teaching. I teach um, tarot. I do candle magic. Um, what else do I do? I also um, manage the Instagram page over at the Carter Mancer Magazine. I do interviews over there too. Um, and, um, yeah, I think that's about the big things, I guess. I don't know. There's so many things and they just like pop in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I do do that. Don't I? <laughs> so a little bit of everything. Anyway, yeah. lots of amazing projects. Well, tell us more about your new deck. What's the, what's the vibe? What's the artwork like? What's your intention with it? So, um, it just kind of happened. Um, I kind of had a story idea actually, and I wanted it to kind of, you know, at first I was going to do just kind of more of a story with it, but then I'm like, wait a minute, the main character of the fool is she's Mina is her name. And I'm like, you know what, I could probably do a whole, you know, do a deck with her going through her, her fool's journey. And she is actually half space, space pirate and half goddess. So she learns as she goes through that she's a goddess and her powers. It's very kind of like fantasy, um, sci-fi, galaxy. There's just like a little bit of everything in it. It has my take on the gods and goddesses um, and also pirates. Any of the pirates in it are real pirates. So I researched that and know more about pirates than anyone needs to know. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was accurate. Um, and so it really just, um, you know, it took a while to find an artist because it is fantasy. So it is 
a little harder to find someone that can kind of put all these different elements into it. And there's a lot of galaxy and space and all of that. So um, when I found finally found my artist, um, you know, we just clicked and off we went. And she is actually just working on my deck exclusively right now. She did put her other um, projects aside. So she has been been really, really working hard and she's just doing awesome. Um, it's really cool to see like, you know, she'll show me an, an, a finished card. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Like, why did you put this there and that there? She's like, well, that's what you wrote in the description. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I made it up. Okay. <laughs> so it's like so funny to like actually see it, you know, in an image, you know, because you're you just write, you know, I, I write, you know, I do all of that. So in my head, I have an idea. But when somebody actually draws it out, it's really cool. And um, I do have, I have been releasing like one card a month just like kind of a preview. So on my Instagram page and my highlights, they're all hiding in there. Um, and I'm going to actually re release another one tomorrow. Um, Cause I, I realized it's Friday 13th. So I'm like, why the heck not? That's a good day. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah. So, so that's been the process so far. I am kickstarting it, right? I'm going to be kickstarting it. So um, also there's a link in my bio, if you want to sign up for for the alert for that. So when that starts going live, I'm just going to kind of let everyone know, here we go. It's time, time to go. So yeah. So it's, it's really, it's exciting. It's a very long process altogether. I mean, I think it's been almost three years now and we still have a little ways to go. So um, it's definitely a commitment and you really have to love that idea. <laughs> Yes, sure. all in with it. Well, that sounds amazing. That sounds like such a fun concept. And I I just can't even imagine like really seeing that vision come to life. Like I'm I'm a writer and you know I create in that way, but like people who can make something visual, I just like I'm so impressed by. <laughs> I know it is. And it's like, you know, like you said, we write and we have it how we want in our head and we get it all and like, all right, great. And they make the covers and they're like, all right, but it's just so crazy. Like, I wish I could draw. Like, I'm like, what? How do I not get that ability? <laughs> like, come on now. Um, but yeah, I do. I really, I'm really, I am enjoying it. And it's kind of opened up some other projects that I have going on. Um, so, you know, if you're on, usually my Instagram is the best place to be. So hopefully soon, you know, searching for another artist. That's all I'll say. Um, those will be able to talk about soon too. Awesome. So exciting. You have so many really cool projects that you're working on. Yeah. How did you really, you said you started reading tarot when you were 14. Like, how did you get into it? What was that journey like for you? Um, you know, I think like most of us, we were kind of the weird quirky kid that liked all that, you know, like what's all the spiritual stuff and all, you know, the scary, whatever. And you're just like, Ooh, what's that all about? And most kids were like, nah, I'm going to just sit and play with my Barbies over here, you know? So, you know, I was always drawn to it and, you know, I read, I was a big reader, you know, which I think most of us writers are, you know? So I just loved like Shel Silverstein and, uh, you know, uh, just like all those spooky books, like Dean Koontz and Stephen King, like, I would just eat it up. I mean, I was constantly just reading all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know, and some of those things that, you know, they did mention tarot cards or movies and stuff like that. So I was, you know, just really super interested in it. And at that point, we didn't, we couldn't just Google it, you know, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> dare I say no 
Um, so, you know, you go to the library, they kind of had a little metaphysical section, but that was like three books and like two of them were out all the time because you were like, had to be on the waiting list. So finally, you know, I would get my hands on that, just read everything I could. And finally, you know, I'm like, you know what, I, I need a deck. I want to see what it is. Like, I want to like have it in my hands. So I just, I was babysitting, saved my babysitting money. I actually asked my boyfriend at the time, could you drive me to the bookstore? Because, you know, where was there a metaphysical store at that point? And he did. And, and then I just got the one deck that was there, just the plain old ugly Rider Waite Smith. And, you know, and I grabbed it and I just, that was it. There was no, no turning back at that point. And it's kind of funny too, because that boyfriend is now husband. So he's been around oh. just as long as the tarot cards have. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. So then I just, you know, just kept learning and just reading and reading. And then, you know, as the internet really became a thing and then, you know, now we have so much access and then it was also having access to other people who read too. You know, that was such a big thing because then you're getting everybody else's opinions on the cards. And then now people are creating cards and you can see all of their interpretations of, you know, the cards and the different meanings and stuff like that. So it just kind of evolved at that point. So it's always been hanging around for me. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love, I feel like for so many of us, it's like, whether it's tarot or witchy stuff or, you know, anything in this realm, like, I feel like it's been there for us for so long, like whether or not we embraced it, but, but I think it's so often, it's like something that we were drawn to, even as kids, like, it's not, I think for some people, I'm sure it does, but I I know for most people I talk to, it's not like it comes out of nowhere, you know, it's like, there's always that seed of interest and just like really feeling pulled to something. Right, right. And, you know, and it's like, you were the kid in the woods, you know, making potions out of rocks and sticks and, and looking for fairies and stuff like that, you know, and everybody else is looking at you like, what do you mean? There's no fairies in the woods. I'm like, yeah, there are. <laughs> See you later. You go, look, I'm going to go do this, you know, and it is like you do. And then, you know, as you go along, you just kind of, I feel like you're always on the lookout too, for somebody who is like-minded and is, you know, open to it and open to talking to other people to it because we've met, a, you know, I'm sure you have too, just a lot of, you know, witchy type people that they don't want to talk about anything. They're like, yep, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, but I see you <laughs> and they're just not ready, you know, so you have to honor that. Fine, fine. But I'm here when, when you're ready, you know, so that is really the big part for me too, is just being able to connect to other people as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just the growth of community on the internet has been, I think, so transformational for the the community as a whole, because we just finally have the ability to connect with other people and to share ideas. I mean, just even the fact of finally being able to talk to someone about these cards and how you've interpreted them, like that must have been so powerful when you finally got to do that. Yeah. I mean, it it really was. And You know, and it kind of opened up a whole nother like dimension of learning too, because just getting somebody else's perception on it, you know, is always eye opening, you know, and that's, that's why people get tower readings, you know, because they're looking for that other perception. 
So I just always think, you know, and for me too, like if I know people that read and so I always want to get a reading from them because I just want to see how they do it. Like, what is their process? How does it work for them? And I just, that's always been, you know, so fascinating to me because you really, you do, you have these cards, you have the base meanings, but then once you really know them and you can really start just taking the intuitive hits from them. Um, you know, it really does, it makes it so much deeper and so much more and everybody's, you know, perception is different, like I said, and their intuition is different and how, you know, how their senses are. And so they may pick up on things that maybe I wouldn't. And I love that. And I love seeing that and just talking to people about it. Yeah, definitely. It's so individual. Our practices in all ways are so individual to us. It's like right. we always learn from each other. Tell us a little bit about what your process is like when you're reading cards. For me, um, you know, you know, obviously I just like to talk to, you know, the client beforehand and just kind of get a feel for what they're really looking for and just reading their energy too. And that's something that they, you know, obviously don't even know that, that we're doing, you know, I'm doing, um, you know, I'm always asked permission first because that's very important to me is to ask permission. But I think too, when they ask for the reading, that's kind of giving that permission as well. Um, and, you know, I really just pick up on it because a lot of times the questions they ask are not the things they really want to know. And so that's where like, I just start trying to pick up that. And, you know, and we just kind of go along and I don't use like any spreads. I just pull cards and I just kind of put them in like kind of little sections just based on what the subject is. And I kind of go from there and, you know, I will pick up a lot of colors, um, animals, a lot of spirit animals. I will get to, um, you know, guides, that sort of thing. They always tend to pop in. Uh, and that was something too that I ignored for a really long time because I just didn't know. I didn't understand it. And, um, you know, it just kept happening. And I'm like, why does this like random thing keep popping in my head when I'm reading for this person? And finally, I was like, by the way, you know, does this make sense to you? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, my Aunt Josie on my sister's side, my mother's side or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. So there's something to this, you know? So even as you, you know, I feel like even reading for other people too, like I'm always learning. I'm always like, you know, I'm always open to new things. And a lot of times like pictures will pop out in a card that I never even noticed before. Like this little tiny butterfly or this color or a little cup. And I'm, and now I make sure to mention it because usually it means something. Usually there's a reason why it's there and popping out for me. So, I, you know, I think that's something that, um, you know, is, is it always happens to me for sure. And, you know, just asking the questions for them. And then I'm, I like to give homework too. <laughs> I'm one of those people, I, you, whatever type of reading you get from me, you probably will have homework. <laughs> and I will follow up and ask you if you've been doing it. <laughs> I think that's just the mom and me. I don't know. But um, because, you know, you can only do so much in an hour or half hour, an hour, depending on how much it is too. And I do feel that it really does open up and, and that person's open and they're receiving and they're ready for that, you know, that different look on, you know, take on things. So I just think it's the best time to start just helping them like push them in a direction. And it's usually for their best self. It's usually something to help them and it can, you know, if they're, if they keep doing it or they just even just have it in their mind and it pops in their head every once in a while, that's helping them. 
So, you know, that's really important to me too, because, you know, any, I think with, you know, all of us, you know, anyone who's witchy, a part of uh, what we do is helping people and using whatever gifts we have and using our intu intuition just to help people, you know, better themselves really too. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think for me, so much of witchcraft and, and divination is about kind of connecting more with ourselves and learning to trust ourselves and just all of that, like de personal development and self-care, like it's, it overlaps with this community so much. And I, I love seeing so many more people like really embracing that witchcraft is, you know, a type of self-care. It is a type of personal development, that it's one tool we can use for that. I've been having so many amazing conversations lately about that. It just seems like it's like on everyone's mind. Right, <laughs> right, right. No, and I think too, just because, you know, the last year and a half or whatever, it's just been kind of crazy too that people are home more. And so they're not out and about just, you know, being busy and, and having their mind occupied so much that, you know, they're getting downloads, things are happening, you know, their reality is shifting. And that makes things bubble up that makes them have realizations and start looking into things that they hadn't had time to or just kind of buried away because they didn't want to, you know, oh, I'm, I'm busy, I can't deal with that now. So I think that, you know, it has been really a big thing, you know, just kind of a kind of an awakening in a lot of people too, just because they've had that minute to breathe you know, and really, and they're like, whoa, okay, this is re resonating with me. And maybe I knew, need to start looking into it. So I think it's been, it's been, you know, I think that's a really big and I, you know, one of probably the many few positive things that have come out of all of this. Yes, I <laughs> totally agree. I know the last year and a half has been so difficult in so many ways, but I think it's very true that so many people have either come to their path for the first time or, you know, have kind of recommitted to themselves or rediscovered something about themselves and their gifts. I mean, it's very true that when we're sort of forced to be alone with ourselves and be alone with our thoughts, we, we learn a lot about ourselves. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and for a lot of people, that's a scary place. They don't want to do that, you know, and, you know, I think too, like they don't realize that they are kind of stepping into that kind of shadow work situation and it's scary and it can be scary because there are things above what you have to deal with but you know I think by not having all the clutter in their mind it's also making them realize like you know what maybe it's time to give this a little attention maybe it's time to give it that attention so that they can let it go and move on and you know be more open to other things because you know as we're going through all of that you know that also gives you more space to just to add good stuff, you know, and that's just always, you know, it's like just this big full moon release, but in shadow work, you know, it's just like, here we go. But then, but then you can bring in new stuff, you can learn new stuff. And I, and I feel like then you're open to talking to people and just seeing what they're doing and how they're dealing with stuff too, because we, you know, you know, we want to keep, especially with the internet, you know, you want to keep everything perfect and happy and wonderful. Everything's great. Everything's great. And now that people are kind of going on and saying, wow, you know, things are changing for me. Things are shifting for me. You know, it's something I never dealt with before. Other people are like, oh, wait, me too. Wait, you know, maybe we can talk about it. And, and I think that also helps bring that sense of community too. And that we aren't, we aren't alone. We aren't perfect. And that's, that's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing. 
Absolutely. Yeah. How do you think that people can use tarot to really help them work through those experience of, experiences of shadow work and of kind of things bubbling up and not knowing what to do with it? Um, I think, you know, first and foremost with tarot, you know, it doesn't fool around. So, you know, I think too, sometimes when you're like, oh, you know, I need to work on this about myself or this about myself. Then you pull a couple of cards and the cards are like, actually, no, <laughs> you need to work on these things. And those are usually the things that you didn't want to work on. You're like, I'm just going to go to the surface stuff. See, I'm doing work. See, it's all it's all great. And wonderful. But then the cards are like, not really. That's nothing. This is what you need to work on. So I think um, that's you know, it's such an, a great tool for that because, you know, usually again, what you think you should be doing isn't what you should be doing. It's what, you know, it's something else. And the cards will tell you that, but also too, you can ask the cards like, okay, I'm going to step into this stuff. I'm going to start working on this. What's the best way for me to go about it? You know, is there somebody that should be guiding me? You know, is there somebody that might help me? And more likely than not, you're going to pull a court card that, okay, I'm pulling this queen of wands. Who is that in my life that may be able to help me? And I think when you go into it, you know, with that intention, you know, the cards will, will definitely help and guide you. And really in the journaling, you know, just writing stuff out, um, you know, and I always suggest to people to just pull in a card and just doing a brain dump, look at the card for a minute. And just start writing whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't even have to make sense. And you can just even describe the card that you have, you know, that you're looking at and just kind of see, see where it takes you and see how you're feeling about it. What emotions are coming up? Is it a new emotion? If it is, give it some time, give it some space and kind of dig into it a little bit. And I think, you know, if you make that a regular practice, before you know it, you have done all this work and, you know, a lot of times you didn't realize you did it because you think you're just doing, you know, reading cards and journaling on cards, but really you're working on yourself. So true. So true. I love that magic and divination like can almost give us that like buffer, you know, that we can use it as a way to kind of access things that might feel scary or might feel difficult or challenging that, you know, if we just try to go straight into them, it's like, it's too much too fast, but right. using cards, using, you know, spell work or anything else, the moon phases, you know, any of these tools that we can access, they can really help us like get much deeper than we can if we try to just like shoulder it all by ourselves. Right, right. And, and, you know, and I think it gives us direction too. it gives you kind of that direction, that path of like, all right, well, this is popping up for me. This is where I'm going to go for this week or where, you know, however many days when, like you said, like, you know, you have to, and it's just all of it's just right there. And when we get overwhelmed, what do we do? We do nothing. We just like, okay, never mind. Let's put that back. I'm going to go watch some Netflix now. <laughs> so it is, it just helps to kind of, you know, streamline and give you that focused energy. So it's just easier to kind of just start tackling it, you know, and a little bit at a time. Yes. So true. So true. Yeah. Well, tell us what decks you usually read with when you read for yourself or for clients. Well, I have a very extensive deck collection. <laughs> um, so I have a very large bookcase with some cards on it there. Um, usually what I do, um, I just go over to the bookcase and just whichever one pops out, that's the one I take. Um, 
and more, you know, it, it usually is, especially for clients and stuff like that. It is usually like the one that is the best for them. They love, they always love the images. They're always like, oh, I love that. Oh, I like, you know, and it kind of also gives me a clue um, about the reading too, depending on what deck I pick. Um, because if I'm, if I picked up like the golden girls tarot, I'm like, all right, it's going to be direct, but it's going to be at light because maybe this person is newer and they can't handle that, you know, or if I go and I pick up the dark wood tarot, you know, and it's like, okay, so we're going deep. This is more shadowy. This is where we're going here. So it really, that's, it really, that's what it depends on for sure. And, and I do weekly readings over at the magazine, the Carter Magazine's IG page. And I do the same thing. You know, I, I, I will pull um, a tarot card and an oracle card for each sign of the Zodiac. So I just go over and I just grab, grab an oracle deck, grab a tarot deck, and I just put it on my desk. And I'm not, I have the time I don't even know because I'm like rushing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, here, hi everybody, here I am. You know, and then I just go with it. And it's always usually what, what is needed for that week. Absolutely. Yes. I love that you're connecting them with the Zodiac. How did that process come about for you? Um, you know, that is just something I kind of always did, um, you know, cause we do lives and we do card pulls and stuff like that. And I always felt bad if I couldn't get to everyone, you know, cause you only have so much time and you know, when you get on there, that can go on for hours, days, months, years. And I would probably still be there if that was the case. <laughs> so for me, it was just a, a great way to be able to kind of get to everyone because everyone knows their sun sign. So take that. If you know your sun, your moon, and your rising sign, use those. Put it all together. You have a full horoscope reading for the week. So I'd like to just do that and again, give everyone their, you know, an option of which ones they want to go with too. Um, so I just kind of started doing it that way and I do astrology. Um, so, you know, I'm always, always looking at what's going on in the planets and all that and stuff. So it just, it just kind of evolved into that and it, it's the easiest way to do it. And I, then I feel like everybody has a chance and I will pull cards in between too, if somebody has a specific question, but a lot of people too, um, when on lives and stuff like that, especially if they're not like, they're interested in tarot, they're interested in the witchy, but they, they don't want to like comment, you know, cause they're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to like have my name on there or anything. So that gives them that chance to at least get a reading too, because they know what their sun sign is. I don't care. You know, if you're, everybody knows that, you know, at least. So it's just kind of to, to kind of cover all the bases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's such a good approach. I love work. Well, I mean, I'm astrology is like my thing, um, yeah. and I use it for everything. And it's so helpful to do that. A lot of times in my workshops with my membership, I'll do, we'll be talking about a particular topic and we'll do like by the elements, you know, okay, if you have a fire sign, like this is what's happening with that. And if you have a yeah. water sign, this is what's happening. And it's so helpful. It makes things so accessible. So I love that connection between tarot and astrology. That's really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Usually if I can combine them at all, any time, uh, that's what I'm doing. So <laughs> you know how that goes. It just happens. <laughs> combine all the It doesn't feel complete unless it's all in there and you're like, okay, good. I'm good now. <laughs> well, we have a really great question in the chat. So Alyssa asks, how long did it take you to trust your intuition instead of the guidebook during your personal readings? 
Um, you know, I think when I first started, um, I was, I was pretty young. So I was also just kind of learning everything life in general. So, um, I would say it was like kind of a couple of years, um, for me. And when I teach people too, it's really important. I feel it's really important to, to know the base meanings. So, you know, a lot of times it was just taking a card a day writing, you know, I would just pull the card, write my thoughts and feelings about it. And then I would look in the book and write that in there too. And just kind of compare it and just see, because when we can relate it to ourselves, it makes it so much easier to read. Um, because you can pull that card and remember, oh yeah, when I was journaling on that, I, you know, thought about this situation and just kind of tie it all in together. So I think it's just practice, just keep doing it and being consistent with it you know, um, with tarot, with astrology, it's kind of an everyday thing. Um, because the minute you don't do it for a couple of weeks, you're just kind of like, wait a minute, what's the two of swords again? You know, um, it's easy to forget. And I think also to, um, breaking it down is easy. And that's something I always did, like take this, the sword suit, you know, and just break it down and just concentrate on that concentrate on the court cards, because, that's always some, that's a sore spot for everyone. They always have trouble with the court cards, um, you know? And so those are just kind of techniques that I just started, you know, doing, just playing around with it, seeing what works for me um, and going from there. And, you know, I, because I am writing a guidebook, <laughs> I, I do always say, at least read the guidebook, give it a look through um, because there's a lot of work going on there. But it's also cool to read it too, because it's all that the author's take on the cards and that may resonate with you. And you may be like, you know, I never thought of it that way, but that's going to stick. So, um, you know, again, just reading and just to keep going and really just with your intuition, um, you know, do it in baby steps, you know, just kind of just do little things like, you know, choosing what, you, you know, if you want you know, orange juice or milk in the morning, like what's the first thing that pops in your head? That's your intuition. Go with that one, you know, and maybe there was a reason why And in a couple hours, maybe, oh yeah, I guess that's, that it was a good idea for me to drink orange juice because everyone around me has a cold and I need vitamin C, you know, it, it, it is, it sounds so silly, but that's what it is. And intuition is like a muscle. You have to build it. So that's what I just kept doing little things, little things and trying it out. And like I said, you know, I was reading and I kept getting these pictures in my mind, these thoughts and, um, and I even would get smells sometimes and I would just ignore them for a long time. But then I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to mention it, just see what happens. And it all would resonate. So then you get your confirmation. So that's what it just keep going and just keep practicing it and just slowly work your way up. And then before you know it, it's just, it's like second nature to you. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing is it can feel so, like this huge monster to tackle to like learn everything but when you're yeah. really actively doing it you just really do pick it up like it does eventually become totally second nature and just right you know you you're you don't even realize you're listening to your intuition at a point <laughs> yeah no definitely and you know what I think too a lot of times you know people you see like what's on the movies or again, stuff on the internet and it's just so like over glamorized and you know what working your intuition isn't glamorous. Like I said, like the first thing and like, should I wear blue or red today? I mean, and that's it, like whatever pops in your head. So I think, you know, also just knowing that, knowing that, you know, 
it's like the just the regular everyday stuff that you start with and just to go with that because it's not like in the movies it's not like you know the stars fall on your head and all of a sudden you're this glowing creature and you know it, it you know even though we can be and we can try that out I mean I I'm, I'm, I'm up for it why not but um yeah I think just just taking it and and trusting and knowing that you are capable of doing that and that you deserve to practice your intuition that you are worthy to practice your intuition and you don't need to be this like super psychic medium to do that because everyone has intuition just a lot of people ignore it and that's why you know and that's why you've noticed that and and you know going through some people are afraid of it and they don't want to trust that. But I think, you know, just giving it a try is so important. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I love what you were talking about with the guidebook that sometimes, you know, when you're reading it, it, like it sparks a new understanding of a card. How much do you think that with tarot, obviously Oracle is going to be different, but with tarot, right. how much do you think the meaning of a particular card can shift from deck to deck and from like artist to artist? Um, I think it can definitely, um, it can shift quite a bit. And I also really think it depends on whether you're reading for yourself or somebody else, the energy of the reading, the cards around the reading, um, you know, what other cards you're pulling, whether the deck is very like, kind of like a copycat to the Rider Waite Smith or something that's very abstract, um, you know, and that is going to kind of spark different things. And I feel that you're reading that deck for a reason. Um, and there might be a, you know, and there's something, you know, within those images or within those words that you need to know. And that's why you're reading that particular type of deck. And again, to trust that, because that's another thing that's really hard is people are like, well, I, you know, I learned the writer weight, but they say this card means this and that's it. And it's, it's so much more than that, you know, and it isn't so black and white. And it's so funny because I always tell people when I'm teaching, like live in the gray, <laughs> like that's what I live in the gray, like the black, the white, I, I don't know anything about that because there's so much in it. And there's so much to learn from that space that it's, it's important to, um, to really just pay attention to it again. And then listen again, listen to your intuition because there are times like I've picked a card and you know, I know what it means. Even the card is pretty, you know, could, you know, we know what it means from the card, but what I'm pulling and the energy of the reading, I'm like, no, I feel like this is so completely different, you know? Um, and I was talking to somebody about this too, just even with the 10 of cups, you know, that's the happy, everything's great. The world is perfect. You know, everything came to this wonderful conclusion, but I had had it in a reading recently and I didn't feel that's what it meant. I kind of felt like they were so hyper-focused on what they wanted their ending to be that they, they weren't list, they weren't looking behind them. They weren't looking to the side of them. Like there were other things happening um, that may mess that up, but they were just so focused on that, that they almost had tunnel vision with it. So they were missing the point. So, you know, that's kind of a completely different meaning to what the card really is, you know? And you know, I, and that's okay. That if that happens, that's, a, there's a reason why it's coming up for you that way. So definitely just trust and listen to that. Always, always, always. It's so important. It's so powerful. Cause I think it's so easy to get in that kind of like textbook 
textbook definition with anything, you know, but I think especially with tarot, yeah. it's really easy to kind of box ourselves in and be like, well, this is what it means. And then sometimes it doesn't make sense. And it's like, well, it's not, the, it's not that the cards didn't make sense. It's that somewhere, somehow we're not getting the point. We're not getting what that intuitive hit is really trying to say. Right, right. And then, you know, the universe is just good at like, they'll just keep giving it to you in all different sorts of ways until you actually get it. <laughs> so they're like, all right, well, if I'm going to give you this card, that means the complete opposite. And that's how it's going to work for us. Then here you go. <laughs> so well, that's such a good point, too. Like, even if we do miss the point in a reading, like we're going to get it somewhere else again, <laughs> until we do get the point. <laughs> it will be back. Don't you worry. <laughs> It always comes back for it sure. Really does. <laughs> yes, that's well, why being open is important. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime we start to like try to close something off or make it like this is how it has to be, we're cutting ourselves off from so much potential. Right. And I think, you know, I think what's really important too, I want to mention is telling other people that they're doing it wrong. Because that is a wonderful thing that internet brings us. <laughs> so many good things, but there's that. Um, and, you know, there is no wrong. I mean, you know, and I mean that in in our witchy sense in that we tend to, you know, we tend to go about our days doing no harm. You know, I mean, for the, for the most part, that's what we practice. And even if you, you know, do some kind of gray stuff, whatever, it still isn't nobody wants to intentionally hurt somebody else or anything like that. So, I think unless it's somebody that's pulling cards and like, oh, somebody's going to kill you tomorrow or this, this, this crazy nonsense, obviously that we could say is wrong. But if you read in a different way than somebody else does, that's not wrong. Um, and there are a lot of people um, that will say, you know, you, you know, you're not doing it right. You're not you're not reading the right way. You're not you're not using your intuition the right way. You know, ask them why. Why is that? Why, you know, why do you feel that that's the way it is? And I think everybody just needs to realize that, again, everybody's perception is different. Everybody, how they come to the cards is a different process. And that doesn't make it wrong. It's just different. And you know what? Sometimes if you just close your mouth and listen, you might learn something too. <laughs> so I do know that because I had somebody made a comment um, about some cards, Oracle. They were actually Oracle cards. And she says, well, you should only use these if you're a real witch. I was like, okay, how do I answer this in a nice way? <laughs> and it just really, and this person actually, you know, created the cards too. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, I'm starting to like itch. I'm like, all right, I don't even know. Okay. Well, you know there's no such thing as a real witch because we all, as we go along and as we learn, we, we create our own practice. So, you know, like your practice is completely different than mine. Not wrong. It's great. And that's how we learn from each other. And I think really just keeping that in mind that, you know, when people come at you and say those things, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things, like if you have kids, like when you were pregnant or you had a baby and they're like, oh, you should do this and that and that and that. And you just smile and nod. All right, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And just carry on. And on the internet, block that person because that you don't need that. You don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> there are plenty of other people that could bring you lots of great conversations. And those are the people you want to vibe with. For sure. Absolutely. I could not agree more. I so <laughs> could not agree more. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I mean, as soon as we start to tell someone that, you know, their, their intuition is inaccurate or they're accessing their intuition in a wrong way, it's like your practice and your intuition is so personal and so individual there, although there are, you know, ethical boundaries or there are, yeah. you know, moral boundaries or whatever you want to call them, even those can be different from person to person. And right. we really just, we cannot, we cannot do that. Right, <laughs> right. It's not wrong. <laughs> you know, it is. And it's so true. And, you know, and I, and I always say too, when, you know, I'm talking or teaching, you know, by somebody doing that, they just put this big old block right in front of their own intuition. They put that right, the universe is like, okay, this person, we're, they're, they're kind of on their own at this point. Because, you know, everything, you know, you put out comes back to you. And you want to put those positive thoughts out, you want, you know, you want to be helpful. And, you know, you may not agree with it. And that's okay. Like, it's okay not to agree with people. <laughs> and I think that's something that the internet forgets sometimes, you know, it's, it's okay. And you know, if, if you guys, you know, can't, discuss it in a calm manner, a positive manner, then you know what, maybe you don't need to have that discussion. Maybe that's not meant to be. And you just need to go on your separate ways. And that's it. And that's okay, too. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, there's no reason to no reason for us to go out and attack each other. Right. And I think <laughs> we're not in our, our own community spaces, you know, right? Uh, you know, and I on the internet, I think they forget that they can say no, they can say this isn't working for me, they feel like they have to defend everything. And it's like, no, you don't need to do that. You don't don't waste your energy, save it for yourself. And you know, maybe if you feel like you have to defend everyone, maybe that's a time for you to pull some cards and maybe look into that. Why do you feel like you need to do that? You know, and just turn it around for yourself and just put that other person and their energy right out of the picture. Totally. Totally. Always a good way to bring it, bring it inside. <laughs> yeah. Just bloop, turn it around. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, where can people find you? Um, Instagram, Stardust Wanderer Tarot. Um, that's kind of the the main hub of all the things usually. Um, also, StardustWandererTarot.com. Um, and also at the Cardamancer on Instagram. Like I said, I'm, I'm over there doing all sorts of things too. So um, hop over and take a peek at the cards and let me know what you think. And um, I thank you. And I thank everyone for letting me come and chat with you today. Yeah, this has been great. Thank you so much for being here. And everyone have a great day. Bye. Thank you.